Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to present to you the World Champion of the World Podcast. It's your man, Qualified, a.k.a. the Black Ric Flair, a.k.a. the Black American Dream, a.k.a. the most over-mid-card talent on the west side of Oahu. What's up, guys? It's another week, and we're back. Uh, Big shout-out to The Daily Smark. Uh, This week, they just started featuring our podcast on their website, so we're going to be on there every week. Uh, Look under podcast at www.thedailysmart.com. Okay, Uh, so we're going to jump right into the shits. Uh, Raw, the show opens up. The whole roster is on the stage. Uh, Security is all around the ring. Um, Baron Corbin's music hits. And he makes his way out to the ring. Uh, we have a recap of Braun versus Brock at Crown Jewel, a.k.a. Blood Money, as the internet is calling it. Um, Corbin hits Strowman with the belt. Um, and then Strowman eats uh, four, at, uh, four F5s, the last one, to the outside uh, of the ring. And then uh, only to eat another F5 uh, in the ring. One, two, three. Lesnar's the new champ. If you guys didn't know how it happened and you didn't watch Blood Money, uh, you know, that's that's what happened. Uh, back in the ring, Corbin welcomes us to Raw. And he says uh, not to be alarmed by security. Uh, it's clean. <laughs> it's uh, completely normal. To have uh, this many security guards when you're this high profile. Uh, So basically, uh, Corbin is saying you do what you want when you pop in. Um, Corbin says we're coming up on Survivor Series. He says it's the one time a year where SmackDown goes head to head with Raw. Uh, Lesnar says that uh, or Corbin says that Lesnar is going to face AJ Styles uh, and Ronda Rousey will face Becky Lynch. Uh, He says that we're going to still have our traditional five-on-five Survivor Series matches. Uh, Men's team, women's team, uh, the tag teams. Um, Corbin brings up Shane winning the World Cup. And he says that Stephanie's going to address that next week. So uh, we're we're also going to address that a little bit later. Shane winning the World Cup. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but we're going to talk a little bit more about it. But that's later. Anyway, um, Corbin says that he made himself captain of the men's, uh, of the Raw men's team. Pause. Uh, he can't compete, but he'll put together a team. Um, he says that he picked the first two members already. Uh, so he, of course, names Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. A uh, huge pop for Drew because uh, Raw was in the U.K., uh, Baron Corbin then names Braun Strowman as the next member of his team. Uh, Corbin says that Braun might be upset with him, uh, but he was just teaching him a lesson. Uh, so uh, I assume that's what he meant, uh, that he was just teaching him a lesson, because actually he said it was a teaching lesson. And I highly doubt that uh, Baron Corbin was instructing uh, Braun Strowman on how to teach students. Anyway... Uh, he said that Braun needed to learn to respect authority. You will respect my authority. Uh, 
but um, he said once Braun gets that, uh, then he'll be the right teammate for Survivor Series. Uh, Baron then transitions into the women's team. Um, Baron says that he needed a skilled manager, so he announced he announces Alexa Bliss. Uh, she is still real life injured, so uh, she won't be able to wrestle. So her being um, the women's captain still gives her a reason to be involved in on television uh, until she heals up. Um, let's see here. Corbin had said earlier in his whole little speech that he was going to be the permanent GM soon. Uh, so Alexa Bliss says the same thing about him. Uh, of course, she's not going to compete. She's still healing up. Uh, so she talks herself up as a five-time champ and a natural-born leader and says that the ladies could learn from her. Uh she tells them that she'll be watching their matches closely tonight and uh, she doesn't want to lose to the B show so uh, first off you know Alexa ratings be damned but Smackdown is the A show Um, so she says that this uh, that her watching everybody uh, starts tonight so, um, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but, uh, one of my cats was whining about getting in the house and I opened the door and they run off. So there we go. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we have, um, we have Alexa Bliss talking about uh, SmackDown's The B Show. First off, uh, SmackDown ratings be damned. Definitely not The B Show. Um, she, you know, starts tonight her watching the matches. Um, so, so uh, Alexa books Sasha and Natty and Bailey versus the Riot Squad because uh, Alexa is no better than creative and wants to see the same matches over and over. Uh, she's been programmed to think that's what is uh, the norm. <laughs> um, so uh, Alexa was about to say that their match starts now uh, when Kurt Angle's music hits out of nowhere. Uh, Kurt Angle hits the, hits the stage in his ring gear. The crowd goes nuts. Uh, Kurt says that competing in the World Cup lit a fire in him. Last year, he led Team Raw to victory. And he wants to do it again this year. Corbin says no and uh, tells Kurt to take a permanent vacation. Uh, Kurt challenges Corbin to a match. If Kurt wins, then he's on the Survivor Series team and he's the captain. Uh, Corbin hesitates and Kurt calls him on it. Uh, Corbin says that Kurt can have his match and his conditions will be met. Uh Kurt says that Corbin will be going to Survivor Series on crutches after he snaps his ankle tonight. So, uh, Kurt's music hits again, and Corbin has them cut it. He's like, no, 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 this is my show. You know, he didn't win that exchange. Fuck you guys. Um, so he, uh, 
He says, uh, Alexa was saying something before she got interrupted. Alexa says that the uh, ladies' match is next. And then Braun Strowman's music hits. Uh, Braun comes down, destroys security, goes after Corbin. Corbin runs away. Braun fights his way through the heel superstars. Everyone starts brawling. Uh, a funny moment. You can see Leo Rush dart across the stage. Um when Strowman has to when when Strowman runs to the back, uh Strowman grabs the stage uh Strowman gets backstage, he grabs a stage hand and tells him to tell Corbin that Corbin is gonna get these hands. Uh back from break, Charlie Caruso is talking to Sasha, Natty, and Bailey. Uh Bailey was saying that it was uh that it won't be any different than last time. Um the riot squad faced off against them sasha stops her and says it will be uh natty has her dad's sunglasses and she will dedicate this match to um the anvil um so that was that was cool but it's kind of weird because uh it's been a while since he passed you would think that they would do something like this sooner so and then the glasses coming out of nowhere so of course i'm like mm, i smell a work so uh you know spoiler alert i was right uh sasha natty and bailey come out first the riot squad come out next uh riot squad attacks while the faces are trying to strategize uh match gets underway uh gets under control then gets underway uh, back and forth match till the end. Uh, Natty has the sharpshooter locked in, and then Ruby Riot breaks the anvil sunglasses. Uh, Natty starts crying. The Riot Squad walk away. Uh, I guess the match was thrown out. It was kind of weird. Um, Riot Squad are so heel that they don't give a shit about winning matches and want to just cause emotional pain. Uh, I guess that's that's what I got from the finish. I don't know what you guys got. Um but uh but yeah, no, nah, it was it was interesting. Um I do get it, you know, just kind of really pushing the riot squad over the over the top as just super heels. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh backstage, Braun is looking for Baron Corbin. Uh chases some poor guy off the toilet. Um, back from break, the modern day Maharaja is coming to the ring. Uh, but don't worry about that. Here's a video package of DX uh, versus the Brothers of Destruction. So they tell us about uh, Triple H's injury. And then after that, Apollo Crews is out next as the opponent of the modern day Maharaja. Uh, inset promo where he talks about how everyone has been talking about his potential since he left Titus Worldwide. He said, uh, he says, that says that uh, to him that he has more moral victories than in-ring ones. Um, he says that that's going to change. Uh, potential is about the future and he's about the now, uh, which let's do it man i'm all the way here for an apollo cruz push he's very talented we all know what he can do in between the ropes um and he seems like a a good guy he's charismatic online uh so hopefully we can figure out a way to carry that across on television because 
he deserves it, man. He's put in work. Uha Nation a few years ago was one of the hottest names on the Indies. So, uh, yeah, man. Hopefully he lives up to that potential. Um, Matt, once the match is underway, of course, uh, they got to give Apollo Crews some time to show some athleticism. So he does. Uh, the match doesn't go on very long, and the Uha combination wins it. Uh, that's the press uh, slam followed up by the uh, standing uh, moonsault. Um, commentary played up Gender's WWE um, title reign, making it seem like a bigger win for Cruz. Uh, so like I said, I am here for this. Uh, he got called up too early, and they never really got behind him. Pause. So hopefully now is the time. Uh, Seth Rollins is seen backstage. Back from break, Seth comes to the ring. Uh, Seth says that he uh, had uh, he had planned on coming out with his World Cup trophy uh, along with his belts. Uh, but Seth says Corbin helping Lesnar win. Uh, or, well, he was planning to come out with the World Cup trophy and his belts, but, uh, you know, he didn't win the World Cup trophy. Uh, that's that's a whole other story that's neither here nor there, uh, is what he's saying. Uh, but the biggest slap in the face to him was Corbin helping Brock Lesnar win uh, as a slap in the face to Roman and to everyone else. Uh, Seth would say it to Lesnar's face, but, of course, Lesnar isn't there. Uh, Dean Ambrose is there. Uh, but Dean Ambrose doesn't want to waste our time. Uh, uh, he he would call out Dean Ambrose, but he doesn't want to waste our time with calling him out uh, when he won't answer. Uh, so Seth is uh, Seth is about to relinquish the tag titles. Uh, Corbin interrupts from the screen. Corbin forces Seth Rollins to defend those tag titles tonight against AOP. Um, so that matches, and of course the match starts now. Uh, Seth put up a valiant fight, valiant effort before uh, falling to AOP. Uh, Dean comes out afterwards, um, teases an answer, but instead hits dirty deeds on uh, Seth. Um, then after that, they announce that Seth Rollins is going to be taking on uh, Shinsuke Nakamura at Survivor Series. Then there's a recap of Becky Lynch's promo on Ronda Rousey uh, from SmackDown Live the week before. So after that, we come back from break. Uh, There's a recap of Braun going after uh, Baron Corbin. Then Charlie Caruso is backstage with Corbin. She asks him about hiding from Strowman. Uh, He's like, you know, I'm not hiding from Braun Strowman. Um, He says that he's ready whenever, uh, whenever for a wrestling match. Uh, but, you know, Strowman's not asking for a wrestling match. He's trying to do something totally different. Um, after that, uh, after that, um, you know, Charlie Caruso says that Baron Corbin is hiding in storage, and he's like, yo, what? Like, why, why'd you say that? Now the whole world knows where I'm at. And then uh, right on cue, Braun Strowman comes running into the storage area. Um, Baron Corman, uh, Baron Corman, 
Baron Corbin gets out of Dodge, um, and Braun Strowman uh, fucks up security like he does. Uh, Dolph comes out next. Um, he says, despite what happened in the World Cup, uh, he's still the best in the world, not Shane. Uh, Dolph says that he was a victim of conspiracy. He says it was a SmackDown ref. Uh, Drew was ejected. Uh, Miz attacked him from behind. And Shane wasn't even in the tournament and won, which actually it's a good point, that last one. Um, then all of a sudden, boom, you hear the guitar hit. Uh, Elias is on the stage. The crowd goes nuts for Elias there in the UK. Uh, he says it's the respect that he deserves, which he is 100% correct. Uh, Elias says that Dolph is making excuses when really Dolph is a loser. Uh, Elias says that if he plays this song, then Oasis will reunite. Uh, so big pop in the UK for that. Uh, Dolph cuts him off and... Uh, Dolph cuts him off mid-song while he's saying what WWE stands for. And Dolph tells him to walk down and show him what WWE stands for. Uh, so Elias obliges. He says, well, all you had to do was ask. Uh, back from break, quick hype package on uh, the Lucha House Party. Uh, then a selfie promo from the re- Revival. They say that the, t- the tag division is not a party. It's something to respect and take seriously. Uh, they bring encyclopedic encyclopedic knowledge of tag wrestling and tag maneuvers while the Lucha House Party brings front flips and a pinata, which sounds like a lot of fun, by the way. Um, they... Uh, they're going to send them back to 205 Live. Uh, so we go back to the ring after this. Uh, Dolphin Elias is about to begin. Uh, like I said last week, it's good to see Elias get more active in the ring. Uh, show us more of what he can do without the guitar pause. Um, so this match uh, gets started. Dolph dominates a uh, majority of the match. Uh, but Elias gets the win with the drift away. Uh, Matt seemed a little off at points. Uh, I don't think that Dolph and Elias really have good chemistry right now. Um, but the crowd was hot for anything that Elias did, so that kind of covered everything up. Uh, back from break, Charlie Caruso is talking to Kurt. He says that Corbin is a challenge, but a fire has been lit in him. We've heard a lot about this fire. And it's... Uh, and it's time to go to Survivor Series as Raw tag team... Or Raw... Uh, captain Ronda Rousey Rowdy Ronda Rousey uh, is out next crowd loves her Uh, Ronda talks about how Becky says she's gonna rip Ronda's arm off Uh, she acknowledges how over Becky is Um, crowd starts chanting for Becky Uh, Ronda says that she respects Becky and talks up her uh, match at Evolution against Charlotte. Uh, Rousey says that she, uh, but then Rousey says, "Don't take her respect for weakness." Uh, when Becky's mom woke her up for school, her mom uh, woke her up trying to break her arms. When Becky was in clown college, she was training for the Olympics. And when Becky was handing out snacks as a stewardess, 
Ronda was in the middle of a historic the UFC title reign. Uh, that was actually kind of a that was actually kind of ill. Uh, nicely done. Uh, Ronda says she likes Becky uh, Becky's new attitude, but it'll take more than just a new attitude to beat her. Ronda says she's a natural born killer. Whoa, uh, she's been beaten to a fine edge. Uh, every morning, waking up wanting to be the best athlete ever. Like, I don't even know what that means. Uh, Rhonda says that there's two weeks till Survivor Series, and she wants Becky to bring everything, um, all her angst, all her rage, all of that, because Rhonda wants a real challenge. Rhonda says Becky might say she's the man, but Rhonda is the baddest bitch on the planet. That was actually fire. Uh, the promo was kind of up and down. Um, strong, strong closing uh, from Ronda Rousey. Uh, kind of good in the beginning. The the rundown she had of like all the stuff that Ron that uh, Becky did. Um, even though Becky flips that on her on SmackDown, uh, that that whole rundown that she did was really that was strong. That was really good. Um, it just seemed like there was a little bit of extra flow, uh, fluff in this promo that they could have maybe cut out and it would have been a much stronger promo, uh, with that stuff in the beginning and then just kind of jump to, uh, her saying that she's the best and, uh, what she's and, and how she's going to win. Um, baddest bitch on the planet line was fire. Um, really good and it's it, it sounds like some ronda shit so it was dope um but yeah but as a whole uh i feel like it went too long and it was definitely definitely a good thing that uh ronda and becky haven't been face to face um let's see here Yeah, yeah. Some of the like some of the stuff that they had Rhonda saying, like it just didn't sound like natural speech. Like it, like it, it like it sounded like she was reading or some, or she was reading something that somebody had wrote for her or that she had written for herself, but like reading it. Um. After the, after the promo, um, Nia Jack's music's hit, music hits. Uh, she comes to the ring. She says Ronda's all fired up, and that's uh, and that's even got her going. Um, Survivor Series is a lot like Evolution. Um, she's gonna be cheering for Ronda uh, to hold it down for their brand. Um, Naya says that she knows Ronda won't let them down. Uh, she says after Ronda makes Becky tap. Uh, to just know that she's coming after her. And then Nia calls her champ. Uh, Rousey just kind of laughs it off. Uh, Ember Moon's music hits next. Uh, she's going to be Nia's opponent tonight. Uh, back from break, match underway. Back and forth match. Nia gets the win uh, with the Samoan drop. Uh, after the match, Tamina shows up. Uh, Samoan drop to Ember Moon, then a Boston Crab. Uh, Nia's hitting elbow drops. I smelled uh, a Nia heel turn coming. 
Uh, this kind of works best for her, challenging Ronda Rousey. Uh, Tamina by her side also makes Nia Jax more dangerous to Ronda. Uh, so it gives, it kind of gives her, uh, kind of gives her, like a, I guess like an enforcer. Um, but yeah, the uh, Tamina Nia Jax uh, unit, it makes sense to me. Um, I imagine that I was imagining that Nia was going to have to take the heel role, um, in a rematch with Ronda Rousey. So this gives, uh, Tamina by her side, gives her a little bit more credibility, um, makes her more dangerous, uh, because she was going to need to be more dangerous and Ronda Rousey's being booked, uh, almost invincible right now um let's see here after uh after that we have leo rush um who does his thing pissing the crowd off until finn balor comes out uh finn almost gets the win uh but then Leo Rush distracts him. Lashley gets the win via Dominator. Uh, Drew McIntyre comes out and stares down Bobby Lashley. Uh, Drew helps Finn up, then gives him a Claymore. Uh, the Claymore kick. Uh, Corbin ended up escaping from the whole arena. Uh, he just did not want any parts of Braun Strowman. So Drew McIntyre is the fill, uh, the fill-in for... Uh, the match against Kurt Angle. So that's why Drew McIntyre came out after uh, Bobby Lashley's match. Um, Kurt brought the fight to Drew, but Drew forces him to tap in the ankle lock. Uh, Drew totally dominated the match, so it's making me wonder really what's next for Kurt. Um, it appears that uh, it appears that I don't know, man. I feel like they're setting him up for something. I don't know if he's going to, I think, I don't know if the GM thing is happening anymore and we're just transitioning into Kurt, uh, Kurt's final run as an in-ring competitor. Um, but I would imagine that, especially with Triple H being out, we're going to get some kind of Kurt at WrestleMania type deal. So maybe like some kind of redemption story. Um you know he he lost in the world cup final he lost it uh he lost this match and his chance to be the survivor series team captain uh maybe he decides to regroup and be like oh, okay i'm gonna enter the rumble and then like he loses at the rumble and then he's like all right man i want one i need a wrestlemania i need one more wrestlemania moment or i'm quitting and you know something like that um Next up, I'm going to talk about NXT UK. Uh, it appears that WWE dropped two episodes on the network this week. Uh, so I'm going to go over both. Uh, starting episode one, uh, show opens up. And then there's hype for uh, Pete Dunne versus Danny Burch for the UK title. Uh, but first off, first match, uh, Dave Mastiff is out. Uh, Damian Weir... Uh, 
is in the ring already as a jobber, uh, and he's going to die. <laughs> he's, a, he's a really small man, and Dave Mastiff is not. Uh, there was a ridiculously long delayed suplex, uh, even using only one arm. Uh, Cannonball in the corner gets the one, two, three. Uh, post-match, uh, Mastiff stands with his foot on uh, Jobberman's chest. Uh, then next up, we have a recap of Wolfgang turning heel. Uh, video package on Legero, and then one on James Drake. Uh, back from break, another video package on Jenny. Uh, I'm actually digging the whole presentation on Jenny so far. Um, looking forward to seeing her want to hear her cut a promo let's go jenny um Ligero is out first for the next match uh nigel mcginnis builds him up as the guy who always had the right attitude uh but didn't get the opportunities at the time but uh but now he is james drake is out next with like an oversized denim jacket with patches on it uh some of these uk gimmicks aren't easy for me to grasp with just one look uh seems like a lot of the guys portray like a hard-nosed fighter or 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 some sort um a little different but a little bit differently than how americans would portray like toughness um let's see here i dig it though i dig it uh match starts slowly el liguero chants from the crowd uh, back and forth match, and Legero wins on a springboard tornado DDT. Uh, backstage, it's Tony time. Uh, Tony Storm gets interviewed, and they ask about Dakota Kai and her facing off next week. Uh, Tony gives Kai her props, but says that they both want to be uh, the UK's women, UK women's champ. Uh, but Tony Storm isn't. Uh, isn't going to let anyone else uh, win that because, you know, that's hers. Uh, Dakota Kai pops up behind her and says that she respects her, uh, but she'll kick anyone's head off that tries to keep her from the title. Uh, They say may the best woman win next week, and they shake on it. Uh, Next up, we have a video package on Ashton Smith. Uh, I'm a fan of this guy. Um, Definitely a fan. Uh, You know, he has high energy. Uh, he has a good look. Pause. Um, I, if I'm running a promotion, uh, Ashton Smith has a spot there. Um, let's see here. The selfie promos have made their way across the pond to the UK. Um, Zach Gibson, Liverpool's number one, talks about his match next week against Amir Jordan. Uh, he says he's a good p- competitor, but that uh, he's not who's going to derail uh, Liverpool's number one, soon to be NXT UK's number one, soon to be number one in the world, uh, Zach Gibson. Also a big fan of Zach Gibson, was a fan of Zach Gibson before NXT UK popped up. Uh, he was one of the uh, the guys in British wrestling, wrestling that I was uh, paying attention to already. Uh, him, Pete Dunne, uh, and, of course, Will Ospreay were, like, the three main guys that I was paying attention to. Um, but, but yeah. Uh, let's see here. Next up, we have the... Uh, 
we have Ashton Smith coming out. Uh, but instead of making his full entrance for his match, uh, he gets attacked by the Coffee Brothers and Wolfgang. Uh, they toss Smith to the back, and then they come to the ring. Uh, Joe Coffee has a mic. Uh, he says that since Royal Albert, since Royal Albert Hall, uh, they've been imposing their will. Joe says that uh, no one likes them and they don't care. Uh, the crowd's really getting on them. Um, pause. Uh, he says that he likes to surround himself with people of the same mentality, whether it's blood or someone who takes pride in doing things his own way. Uh, he points to Mark and Wolfgang, respectively. Uh, Coffee says that they're gonna do uh, they're gonna do things their way. Uh, he says NXT UK is a hierarchy, and if you're not on their level, then you're going to get tossed out. He says British Strong Style is done, and there's going to be no more big strong boys. Uh, so, you know, if you guys are familiar with British Strong Style, you know that the whole big strong boy is uh, is something that they say and hashtag. Um, so... So the Coffee Brothers uh, and Wolfgang are are targeting British Strong Style. Uh, from now on, it's a pack mentality. This is their kingdom. Uh, promo was up and down. Uh, seemed more down. The crowd chance, the crowd getting on uh, Joe Coffee was really distracting in this instance. Um, kind of took away from things. Uh, so I feel like that's on the wrestler. Like you gotta, if the crowd is really starting to take away from what you're doing, then it's your, your responsibility, your job to reel them back in some kind of way. Um, I would have, I would have cut the promo down a little bit and gotten to calling out British strong style sooner. Um, nice finish though. Nice finish to the promo. Um, backstage. Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster are outside of Johnny Saint's office. Uh, they've had enough of the Coffee Bros and Wolfgang. Um, Ashton Smith walks up, and he's also with the shits. Um, next up, Sid Scala is out. Uh, he jobbed the Dave Mastiff the last time we saw him. This time, his opponent is Eddie Dennis. Uh, Nigel tells us that Dennis is an interla international level judoka uh dennis is also six five um so i was interested in seeing this guy wrestle after uh the video packages uh you know he was a uh education uh professional uh a principal of a school all that stuff um the six five eddie dennis hits his finisher for the win um then after that they they let us know that uh Flash Morgan Webster, Ashton Smith and Mark Andrews will take on the Coffee Brothers and Wolfgang next week. Uh next week is actually episode 2. So it was actually like right after this episode for me. Um next up Danny Birch is out next for the main event. Uh Pete Dunn out after that. Uh they make a comparison of Pete Dunn to Fit Finley and holy shit Finley would be so over if he were on the come up right now like 
just think about that. Like, stop and think for a second. Hang on. Right? Like, wouldn't be Finley be so fucking over? Holy shit. All right. Um, this match was really good. Uh, I don't think that Pete Dunne has bad matches at this point in his career. Uh, Danny Birch showed incredible fighting spirit before finally having to tap out to Pete Dunne. Uh, really just a great TV match. Uh, Pete Dunne, uh, Pete Dunne stands tall to end the show. Uh, episode two. Um, so we see earlier today, uh, I hope my voice gave off how heavily I was air quoting earlier today. Uh, Wolfgang and the Coffee Brothers, uh, are rolling up to the arena. Then we get the show open. Uh, hype for the main event of Wolfgang and the Coffee Brothers versus Ashton uh, Smith, Mark Andrews, and Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, then we get a congrats to Tony Storm for winning the May Young Classic video recap of the finals at Evolution. Uh, Tony Storm out first for the first match, followed by the captain of Team Kick, Dakota Kai. A bit of a feeling out process, then a handshake. Uh, then they both try to kick each other, and they both catch the kick. Uh, Dakota Kai goes for more kicks, and the match continues. Uh, finish comes when Tony Storm hits the Storm Zero for the win. Uh, after the match, they hug as a show of respect. And then as Dakota Kai is heading to the back, she gets attacked by Jenny. Uh, Jenny says that this is her NXT UK. Uh, and then that's that. Uh, Tony Storm helps Dakota Kai to the back after the attack. Um, next up, we see Zach Gibson backstage. He's in action next. Uh, Amir Jack, uh, Amir Jackson, Amir Jordan uh, out first. Uh, then Zach Gibson out next. Uh, match starts and Gibson's a little bit disrespectful uh, with a slap, and then get, uh, Gibson yells to Jordan, uh, "This is the biggest match of your career, and you need to focus." Um, you know, Gibson giving advice to the new guy. Cool. Uh, finish comes when Gibson hits the Helter Skelter and then locks in the Shankly Gates for the tap out. Uh, Zach Gibson stays in the ring, uh, through the break, grabs a microphone. Uh, he says that he's Liverpool's number one, soon to be the world's number one. And NXT UK's number one. Uh, he's running everybody down. And then Trent Seven comes out and interrupts. Uh, he talks about Gibson being home watching on the network when uh, they made history with the first UK tournament. And then um, everyone in the crowd holds up a shoe for some reason. Uh, Zach Gibson has something about making people take off their shoes. I don't know. I, it's a British thing, I guess. Um, Seven says that Gib Gibson uh, mentioned a bunch of wrestlers, but he didn't mention him. Uh, so he challenges him to a match. Uh, looks like Gibson accepts the match, but then at the last second he ducks out of the ring. Um, so that's a that's a nice feud. Uh, British Strong Style is getting called out by everybody. Um, they are obviously the centerpieces of this N NXT UK promotion. Um, so everything is going through British Strong Style, even though only one of them holds gold right now. But 
I mean, technically, we haven't even seen the NXT UK tag titles on the show yet, so we don't know what's going on. Um, after that, uh, after that, we have a recap of Jordan Devlin's NXT UK debut. Um, selfie promo from Kenny Williams. Uh, he always stays lucky. Uh, he's against Jordan Devlin next. Uh, Kenny Williams out first uh, for the next match. Baby Ballard, Jordan Devlin is out next. Uh, back and forth match. Williams had a pretty good showing, uh, but Devlin hits his uh, Islands call finisher for the win. Next up is the main event, Ashton Smith, uh, Mark Andrews, and Flash Morgan Webster backstage. Um, They hype a huge announcement coming from Johnny Saint next week. Uh, Then the face team uh, enter one by one. Mark Andrews doesn't really have his usual hype and high energy approach where he's like jumping around and waving his arms and stuff. So that makes his entrance music sound really weird when he doesn't get hype it just makes it sound like it's like it's just like what the fuck is going on uh, but i actually like his song it's cool uh ashton smith out next um uh, he kind of makes a normal entrance like he's fired up he's his normal self uh flash morgan webster uh also just kind of heads right for the ring a little bit more subdued i guess he's more serious um, the Coffee Brothers and Wolfgang all come out together. Um, Webster and Wolfgang start things off. Uh, crazy back and forth action. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster flip dives on to everyone on the outside. Uh, but the heels get the win off of a brutal lariat. Uh, and then the heels stand tall to win the show. Uh, eventually, British Strong Style is gonna have to step up and save NXT UK and end these guys, um, because I don't I don't really know who else would unless unless that's how they're gonna get Ashton Smith, Mark Andrews, and Flash Morgan Webster over. But those three just seem like such a random team, even though it makes sense. Like we understand why they would be teaming together. Like they just don't even seem like they'd be friends for some reason. Um, but maybe there's something I'm missing. Uh, maybe they're all friends in progress, you know? Uh, next up, NXT, just regular NXT. Show opens. Heavy Machinery is out first. Uh, they face off against Steve Cutler and the Forgotten Sons. Uh, Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake of the Forgotten Sons. Uh, Jackson Riker just accompanying, accompanying them. Um, NXT's tag division is super deep. Um, Tons of teams looking to find footing. Uh, This was a back-and-forth match. Uh, The Forgotten Sons are able to look impressive, but Heavy Machinery gets the win. Uh, Seems like Heavy Machinery is still being kept strong for, like, an eventual title run uh, down the road. They're over. And people are into the act, but uh, seems like they're kind of just treading water. Uh, most of the NXT tag teams outside of the Undisputed Era, War Raiders, and the Street Profits kind of feel that way, though. So uh, I guess that's I guess that's just how what things are how things are moving there. 
Next up, Candice LeRae arrives outside. She's not here to be exploited. Uh, She wants to keep the stuff with her and Johnny wrestling private. Uh, She said that she had questions that Nikki Cross never answered, and she wants her answers ASAP. Uh, She's asking Regal for a match so Nikki Cross can't run away. Uh, Next up, Shayna Baszler is backstage talking with Kathy Kelly. Uh, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir are with her. Uh, They ask her about Kyrie Sane using her rematch clause. Uh, Regal interrupts and says Kyrie is using the rematch clause and it will be Kyrie versus Shayna at NXT TakeOver War Games in a two out of three falls match. Sign me up. I am excited. These guys, these two, uh, always kill it when they're in the ring against each other. A two out of three falls match is low-key, especially now that I'm older. One of my favorite stipulations in wrestling. So, yes, let's do it. Um, next up, Dakota Kai uh, out next versus Tainara Conti. Um, I'm kind of expecting a squash match here. Uh, Conti still seems green, but um, they had her showcased in uh, both of the May Young Classics. And, uh, I mean, her international background probably helps with that. But um, they obviously must see something in her that I'm not getting on TV. Uh, but I'm, I'm down to keep watching and, and see what's going on. Um, she has been improving, though. Every time I see her in a match on TV, it's better than the last one. So, uh, so it's not like she's just, like, sitting around sucking and not improving uh let's see here uh she's she's also started talking more in the ring so i can i can kind of dig it uh like it like she was like oh no and oh sorry like it, it was there was just some some moments where she actually like talked uh but like in character and i, I don't know it, it worked for me uh like i said she looked a whole lot better in this match uh, she worked the wrist and arm of Dakota Kai the whole match, uh, but Dakota Kai uh, guts out the victory uh, with the Kai Ropractor. That's that uh, that inverted code red backstabber bomb deal that she's been doing. Uh, they started calling it the Chiropractor, which I think is a great name. Um, definitely looking for uh, Dakota Kai to get more love on NXT. Uh, she's super talented, and she has the potential to be just as big or bigger than Bailey was uh, in the NXT. Um, she's she's getting more of a chance to shine on the NXT UK brand, and I think she's doing really well with that time. Um, and I think she should be able to move up the ladder a little bit uh, in American NXT. Um. But yeah, like that that Bailey comparison, I I've I've talked about it previously on the show. Um I think she has like a wholesome gimmick, like she like her image, like the theme music, everything like kind of lends it to that same uh <laughs> that same vibe that Bailey has, the wholesome vibe, but then uh with 
the way that her offense is set up, the kicks, all of that, the striking, um, it gives her an edge that Bailey kind of didn't have. And I think that edge will help her on the main roster because, like, at the end of the day, like, she looks like, like, when she starts doing stuff in the ring, like, she does some stuff that looks like it'll really fuck you up. Um, let's see here. Um... Next up, we have Mia Yim being interviewed backstage by Kathy Kelly. Uh, She's saying how happy she is to train in NXT and live the dream. Uh, Bianca Belair arrives and asks why Mia Yim is being interviewed when Bianca is undefeated. Uh, Bianca wants her title shot. Mia Yim isn't sure why Bianca is upset with her. Uh, but the EST has never beaten the HBIC, which stands for Head Batty in Charge. We lit. Uh, I'm here for this feud. Let's get it. <laughs> like, like for real, for real. Um, recap of Matt Riddle's debut last week. Uh, Keith Lee backstage with Matt Riddle after his win. Um, this was from last week. Uh, and they're showing us the WWE.com exclusive. Um, uh, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee is asking Matt Riddle, you know, like how he felt when, uh, and when he's doing this, Cassius Ono interrupts, Ono gives a sarcastic welcome to them both, calling them the shiny new toys, he says that new toys are fun to break, then he walks off, um, they look at him weird, but decide to kind of just shrug it off and bask in the glory, bro. Uh, video package on last year's War Games and Undisputed Era. Great video package that got me hype uh, for the next War Games. Uh, they also show how the issues developed with uh, with everyone on the face team uh, and Undisputed Era. Um... Next, they show Johnny Gargano's video explaining his heel turn. Um, He talks about uh, the path that he was on. Johnny says that he was supposed to beat Ciampa, uh, but Black got in the way of that. He talks about how Black says that no man is ever truly good and no man is ever truly evil. Uh, He feels bad for him. Uh, He's confused. Uh, Johnny says that he is the good guy. He does one bad thing and everyone freaks out. Um, He's still the same guy fighting for the right things. Uh, Gargano said he lives in a dark place and he's not afraid of the dark anymore. He kind of likes it now. Uh, He goes to the spot where uh, the attack took place and says this is where he left him laying. And at war games, he's going to do it again. Uh, really great stuff from Johnny Gargano. He's a huge like comic book fan, and the guy came across like a crazy unhinged supervillain uh, with this promo. So good stuff, great stuff. Um, Regal's backstage, and he says uh, next week we'll have one member from each War Games team in a singles match, um, and they'll fight it out to see which team. Uh, gets the man advantage for War Games next Saturday. Super stoked! Uh, Velveteen Dream is out first for the main event um, against Lars Sullivan. Uh, Of course, Lars is out next. Uh, Dream pulling out all the stops and doing the most to take out Lars Sullivan. 
Uh, Lars Sullivan able to just tr- toss Dream into the ring apron. Uh, Sullivan is just dominating uh, Dream, uh, but Dream is still able to hang in and hit big moves um, to hang around in the match. Uh, hits the Dream Valley driver, uh, then Ciampa comes out, and then uh, Dream hits a double axe handle smash on Ciampa on the outside, uh, but then he eats a freak accident for the loss. Um, Ciampa looks pleased with himself after uh, after that. Um, Ciampa comes into the ring to attack the Dream. Uh, he says that the Dream can't share his spotlight. Uh, Dream is able to fight back, and he goes for the Purple Rainmaker, but the refs hold him off. Uh, eventually, uh, he fakes going to the back, but then he runs back and hits the pur- Purple Rainmaker off the top top rope. Uh, Dream holds up the title. Uh, Dream is stupid over. Uh, TakeOver War Games is going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun, guys. Um, let's see here. Now we're going to jump into SmackDown. Uh, show opens up. Shane McMahon kicks off the show. Uh, Paige was with him. Uh, and they took a photo with the with the World Cup trophy. Uh, Shane and Paige talked up all the interbrand matches uh, that we're going to see for Survivor Series. Uh, Daniel Bryan is introduced as team captain. A very solid choice for a team captain. Um, there's some this... Well, that dog is... There's something going on with that dog. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan is honored to be the captain, but that's really all we get before uh, The Miz interrupts. Uh, the Miz was shocked that he wasn't named captain. Uh, Shane ends up making both of them co-captains. So this furthers uh, Shane's rumored heel turn. Uh, also, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Daniel Bryan and Miz interact leading up to the pay-per-view. Uh, Usos versus New Day uh, for team uh, for Team SmackDown tag team captains. Great match, like always, between these two teams. Uh, the Usos get the win off the top rope splash. Um, the Usos also named the New Day to the Survivor Series team. Uh, they pretty much had to, though, because, like, who are the other teams on SmackDown? Uh, the Good Brothers are never on TV, but, like, who else is there? The Colognes. Um, Becky Lynch is out next. Uh, She talks about Ronda's promo, says that she likes how Ronda talked about her jobs that she had uh, before WWE, uh, but she still made it here, and she's still excelling. Uh, Said that she'd be coming for Ronda Rousey's arm. Uh, Becky issued a challenge, um, and that open challenge gets answered by Nikki Cross. Uh, like I said earlier, man, good thing that Rhonda and Becky haven't been face to face. Um, actually, maybe that would help Rhonda. Like maybe, like having her face to face and seeing her perform would like inspire her to like up her game or something like that. Like you know what I mean? Maybe like the real fighter in Rhonda would kick in or something. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, Becky versus Nikki Cross next. Uh, good match. Nikki Cross hung in there, but of course the champ is not taking an L. Uh, Becky gets uh, 
Becky gets her to tap out to the disarmor. Uh, big question if this was a call up for Nikki Cross or just like a special thing since SD Live was in the UK. Um, honestly, I'm not sure, but I am leaning more towards it being a special thing and Nikki Cross uh, possibly getting called up after Survivor Series full time or maybe even as late as after Royal Rumble uh, full time. Like she could enter in the Royal Rumble um, and and then have issues with someone and then continue them on the show. Uh, next up. Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, back-to-back dream matches here. Uh, Nikki Cross versus uh, Becky Lynch is a dream match uh, for a lot of people. Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien Almas is also a dream match for a lot of people. Um, this is to be on the Survivor Series team. Really fun match, fast pace. Uh, Mysterio gets the win. Um, to be on Team SmackDown. And after the match, Orton drops Ray with an RKO. Uh, Almas is a star in waiting on SmackDown Live. Uh, he looks great in all these matches. Only a matter of time. Uh, I expect him to have a very big Royal Rumble. Uh, not necessarily saying that he's going to win it all. But if I was... Uh, if you asked me in November and I was making a list of people who could potentially win the Royal Rumble, I would have Almas on my short list as someone who could win it. And either way, regardless, I think he's going to have a good showing, be in the match for a long time and have like a bunch of eliminations and look impressive. Um, I think you can pencil that in for sure. For sure. Um... Let's see here. Next up, Paige talks up the women's uh, Survivor Series team. Uh, she announces Carmella, Naomi, Sonya Deville, and Asuka on the team. Mandy Rose comes out as well. Uh, Paige tells Mandy that she's not taking Charlotte's spot. Uh, Mandy Rose kind of throws it out there uh, that she eliminated Sonya Deville at Evolution. Uh, then she disses the other women, a brawl breaks out, because of course it does, um, I honestly hate brawls in these segments, save the brawl for a face-off with Raw, also, um, nobody cares about Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville beefing, um, creative doesn't do enough with them for us to care, so, that's that, still like them both, though, uh, main event, Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy, also for a spot on the Survivor Series team. Good match. Uh, Miz and Brian were on commentary for it as well. Uh, Samoa Joe wins with the Coquina Clutch. After the match, Brian and Joe get into it, and Brian puts Joe in the yes lock. Uh, Miz starts talking the shit, so Brian goes at him. Uh, Shane tries to break things up, and then he gets bodied by Daniel Bryan. Uh, Brian leaves the ring with everyone else just kind of watching. Really interesting stuff here. Uh, they can kind of blame Daniel Bryan for messing up the team dynamic since he's uh, the team captain and, like, basically beefing with half the team. Uh, interesting story with the blue team. Uh, what, it's only, like, three weeks, two weeks to Survivor Series? 
It's a it's a short build, but actually, what it's Survivor Series is gonna be like this. It's gonna be like next week Sunday, right? At this point, so if you know, cause at when you guys hear this, it's probably gonna be like Monday or something. I'm recording on Sunday, so next week, right? Cause Takeover is is Saturday the seventeenth. Wow. So anyway, um, yeah, man, interesting stuff. Okay. I haven't covered it in weeks, but here it is, Ring of Honor. So we're jumping into Ring of Honor. Uh, recap of last week, Bully Ray um, having Silas Young versus the person of Flip Gordon's choosing. And if Silas wins, Bully Ray can do whatever he wants to Flip Gordon and vice versa. Show opens, uh, looks like that match is opening the show. Uh, Bully Ray comes out and cuts off the in-ring announcer and chases him out of the ring. Uh, He says that he'll explain the match, and he does. Uh, Bully Ray then introduces Silas Young. Flip Gordon comes out to the ring. Uh, Flip Gordon calls Colt Cabana over from the commentary table. Uh, Bully, uh, Bully says that Flip is really stupid. They already beat Colt. Uh, Cabana, so he doesn't know why he's picking him as his uh, as his representative. Colt said that he wanted to be in the ring when Bully Ray found out that he wasn't the pick. Swerve, and it's not Shane Strickland. Um, it is the Sandman. Uh, that actually popped me. Um, Sandman starts off early with the cane shots. Uh, Sandman even hits the ladder suplex spot. Uh, you get this is awesome chance. You got still you still got it chance. Uh, Sandman even hits a senton on on Silas um, on the ladder. Holy shit! Uh, Silas gets the win though with misery. Uh, so Bully Ray gets to punish Flip. Uh, back from break, we get an uh, advisory from ROH about the next segment they literally couldn't show the whole punishment which was uh 10 shots from a sycamore cane um bully ray uses sandman's cane uh bully ray actually broke the cane on flip and then gets another one uh bully ray tells flip all he has to do is say that he quits uh wrestlers start coming out from the back to support flip socal uncensored cody and the bucks uh, Cheeseburger and Jonathan Gresham were already out there. Um, Bully Ray gives Flip a low blow on the last shot when he was supposed to hit him with the cane. Uh, it was actually like a pretty emotional segment with everybody coming out and even like Cody standing up for Flip. Uh, you could like you could feel the emotion. It was it was cool. Uh, back from break, Kenny King is getting ready for the main event. Uh, but next up is a Women of Honor six-woman tag match. Uh, out first is Karen Q. Next is Britt Baker. And uh, rounding out the, the team of the heels, I guess. But not Britt Baker because she's face. Um, is Kelly Klein. Uh, the other team is Jenny Rose, Madison Rain, and the champ Sumi Sakai. Uh, they tell us that Jenny Rose attacked Kelly Klein at a zoo in Japan, which is awesome. Uh, Kelly Klein tries to go after Jenny Rose, like, right just immediately before the match even starts. Uh, but they get everything under control. 
Britt Baker starts off against Sumi Sakai. Uh, I feel like eventually, if not already, uh, Britt Baker is going to be at the center of a bidding war between ROH, uh, Impact, and WWE. Uh, finish comes when Kelly Klein won't tag in Britt Baker and gets rolled up. Uh, her teammates are pissed. Um, the Kingdom are cutting a promo. Vinny's under the ring. Taven says uh, he showed Lethal who the real champ was. And the Kingdom is in action live next week. Uh, Kenny King is out next. Uh, Kenny King is wearing a shirt that says Bullet, Col- uh, Bullet Club Silencer. Well, uh, they aren't Bullet Club anymore. So there goes that shirt. Uh, Cody's out next to a huge pop. Jay Lethal's on commentary. Uh, this match is basically like a title eliminator uh, from the way that they were making it sound on commentary. Uh, Cody and King are both are both big uh, big time title contenders. Uh, Cody breaks out like a really impressive delayed suplex. Like um, I I don't know Cody like Cody's not a small guy but he's not like a big guy. So seeing him like do this move that Bobby Lashley does was just like really like what the fuck. But, uh, but yeah, good, good shit. Um, Kenny King acts like Brandy tripped him. Then he acts like she interfered again. Um, so that's keeping him on brand with this whole, uh, cheating gimmick that he's adopted in the recent months. Uh, Caprice Coleman and Jay Lethal have, like, a really good argument on commentary. Uh, Jay Lethal, uh, says that... Kenny uh, Kenny King should put in the work till someone notices, uh, but Caprice Coleman says that cheating has gotten Kenny ahead. Uh, like like I said, I really like this argument. Uh, Kenny throws an elbow pad at Brandy, so she rushes the ring and the ref's holding her back. Uh, Kenny takes advantage of the distraction and pulls the Eddie Guerrero, tosses the belt at Cody, um, and then drops. Kenny almost gets the DQ win. But another ref comes out and tells the first ref what happened, which makes me wonder why nobody ever did that to Eddie Guerrero. Anyway, um, Kenny drops the new ref and then gets DQ'd. Um, he's just like, fuck it. Uh, low blows Cody. Um, and then Brandy's checking on Cody when uh, Kenny King grabs her. So Jay Lethal books it to the ring from commentary. He's trying to talk his friend down. Um, and looks like he does, uh, but then Kenny King attacks, uh, Jay Lethal with Cody's belt, um, and then he also kicks Cody again, and, uh, and that's how, and that's how we end the show on, on Ring of Honor. Um, I hadn't gotten a chance to watch Ring of Honor in the past few weeks. If you guys follow this show, then you know that I hadn't gotten a chance to watch it in the past few weeks, so, um, it was fun. Uh, it was fun jumping back in. It's been a few weeks, so I've I'm, I've missed some of this stuff with Flip and Bully Ray. Uh, but but yeah, it was it was good. It was a fun show. Uh, so next, we're gonna jump into Impact. Okay, jumping into Impact. Uh, tonight's episode uh, was final hour. So basically, it's like a uh, like a pay per view for Impact. I kind of like these special TV episodes. Uh, I'd take WWE doing this and less pay-per-views, maybe even scaling back to, like, the brand-specific pay-per-views. Give uh, give more space for the stories to breathe. 
And theoretically, that's even more um, more room to build people up because you're not rushing uh, to build a show like every three weeks. Uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, first match has the Lucha Brothers beating the OGs. Uh, the match was a little bit off, seemed like they didn't click. Uh, after the match, Conan congratulates the Lucha Bros and LAX kind of didn't know what to make of it. Uh, LAX and the Lucha Bros feud in the future. Hmm. Huh. I'm here for it. I'm here for LAX and Lucha Bros feud in the future. Yes, definitely here for it. Uh, next up, Jordan Grace made her impact debut. Um, if you if you follow me on Twitter, if you follow the Instagram at Champ Punk at Champ Podcast on both. Um, then you know that I'm a big Jordan Grace fan. I'm a Jordan Grace Mark. Uh, so I've been waiting for this. Uh, she de- debu- uh, debuts against uh, Katarina. Uh, Grace wins by bear hug, which you never see now, but it's actually totally a plausible finish when you think about it. Um, next up, they show Brian Cage versus Sammy Callahan at Rockstar Pro in Chicago. Uh, match ends in a DQ when the Christ brothers attack Brian Cage. Uh, Brian Cage takes them out and then a bunch of the locker room guys, he takes them out too. Finally, a group of them, about six guys, uh, are able to hold Brian Cage back and uh, they're able to beat him down. Next up is Moose versus Eddie Edwards. Uh, they brawled before the match even started. Hard-hitting match. A uh, really crazy spot that you've probably seen online uh, where Moose powerbombed Eddie from the ring to the ramp. Uh, Moose wins with the spear. Next up, we have Eli Drake and Joseph Park. Uh, they come out talking about their lawsuit. Turns out it was a ruse. Uh, Eli Drake low, bro- low blows Joseph Park and calls him out as Abyss and... Uh, calls him out as one of the people who's ruined the business with violence not interested in this storyline lots of people have tried this angle still think that the best that we would have gotten from this angle would have been if dean ambrose and mick foley's feud had a went off the way it was supposed to uh but yeah too bad we didn't we didn't actually get that uh main event killer cross versus johnny impact uh, Impact gets the win. Killer Cross. Um, I mean, it's it's too soon to have Johnny Impact lose the title, uh, but Killer Cross, he's another guy who I think, uh, in the very near future, could be uh, at the center of a bi- of of a bidding war. Uh, he's got too good of a too good of a look. Um, he's found a niche with his character. Um, I actually believe this guy is a psycho when I see him on TV. Uh, Killer Cross is, well, he's killing it. Yes, he is. Yes, I did that. Okay. Uh, so that's that's everything uh, as far as this week in pro wrestling television. Uh, Going to do a couple quick hits uh, and then get out of your guys' hair. Um, so the the rumor is that Brock Lesnar... Um, has signed another extension uh, with WWE or that he will be extended um, working. Um, The rumor is 
he will work the Royal Rumble. We already know he's working Survivor Series. He will work the Royal Rumble. And um, there are people saying that he is going to hold the belt until WrestleMania. And then at WrestleMania, that may be where Braun wins. But there has also been a rumor, because you got, I don't know if you guys uh, have been hearing this one. Uh, there's been a rumor going around for a while that the winner of the 2019 Royal Rumble is going to be none other than the Brahma Bull, the Rock, the People's Champion. Uh, speculation is that Lesnar would drop the belt to the rock at uh wrestlemania and then the rock would defend the belt at the next saudi show uh which would be the month after mania um i don't i don't really i don't really see that one i wouldn't put it past wwe keeping the belt on brock until mania but i just don't I don't see them having him drop the belt to The Rock. Like, I think they know that that wouldn't really go over well, even though people still love The Rock. Like, people are... They know that we're tired of this whole part-time champ thing because they've started using it in the storylines. Like, they're talking about it, so they know. You know? Um... But still, you can never put anything past them. Uh, let's see. What other... Uh, another interesting quick hit. Um, there's a rumor. I'm also calling bullshit on, on some of this. Uh, but a rumor going around that WWE offered uh, a contract to Tetsuya Naito. That, I believe. Um, the... The rumor is that when they took Naito out for dinner and to talk to him in Tokyo, um, Naito excused himself and went to the bathroom and actually just left the restaurant and ran off on them and left them with the bill. That I do not believe, even though that does sound like something Naito's character would do. uh, I don't believe that the actual man would do such a thing. Um... But it's actually pretty funny. So, uh, that's that's what we have on Quick Hits. Do we have anything else? Do we have anything else that I wanted to talk to you guys about? Um, let's see. CM Punk. Uh, CM Punk is now officially going to be commentating... Uh, MMA fights, so good luck to him, and I guess he is just, uh, we're just not gonna, I think that's a, you know what, I think that's, that's just a good, good place for him, I don't think he wants to, well, we know he doesn't want to be in wrestling, and I think at this point, wrestling has moved on from him, finally, uh, so, you know, do your, do your thing. Um, one last thing before I go, uh, just be on the lookout, wrestling fans, 
be on the lookout leading up into WrestleMania. WWE is uh, on a hunt acquiring talent, trying to get big names uh, before the WrestleMania weekend, uh, trying to limit the amount of big names that are available to ROH and New Japan for uh, that that weekend super show. Um, WWE is reaching out to New Japan talent. Uh, so we will, I'm sure there will be more stories like the Naito story uh, that we heard that will be coming out in the coming weeks. And don't say I didn't tell you. Uh, all right, guys, that's our whole show for this week. Um, stay tuned. Come back next week. Once again, shout out to The Daily Smart, www.thedailysmart.com. Uh, we're featured on there now. Uh, new episodes every week. It's your man qualified. Follow at Champ Podcast on Twitter and at Champ Podcast on Instagram. Stay connected. All right, guys. Peace.